2: Rich Paul came out. Listen, this was getting loud enough. Of course, Rich Paul, LeBron's rep, unsquashed it. Just squashed it. Said he's not leaving.
3: Right. We knew it wasn't realistic, but people were starting to make a deal of it. It came. Like I said, I didn't even hear about it until I talked to you this morning. I was like, really? Um, And never really bought into it. But, hypothetically, it would have been fun to to really discuss. Paul said it's not happening. LeBron's staying put with Los Angeles.
2: How about Knicks-Lakers tomorrow night?
3: abc it's always a big game even when the knicks have down because like i said i remember when i had partial tickets like that's a game that always sells no matter how bad the knicks are Knicks lakers especially with lebron you're talking about but dude this is as this is probably as big a Knicks lakers game as there's been in in years with you, lebron coming to town abc saturday night brunson playing like an mvp
2: yeah, like what was the last time that, well lynn's Saturday. jeremy lynn had 38 against kobe yeah, On that Friday night, but that was a long is, time ago. But,
3: but that was like a flash in the pan. This is a legitimate Knicks team taking on LeBron, where we fully expect, even without Randall, hopefully Ananobi's back, even without Randall, we expect the Knicks to pound the Lakers. We do.
2: Um,
3: I know LeBron's going to give his best effort. We get it, you know, resting up until he comes to the Garden, of course, but still.
2: And the other thing, too, is... I Any remember,
3: party you want to go to that game?
2: You tomorrow like, night? Yeah, or, or you over I've got it? somebody's 40th birthday party. Big fancy yeah. dinner, so I can't. Forty, huh? Yeah. Oh, all
3: right. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you're fifty. It's you. you know, get it? what? No, you're hanging out with people that are ten years younger than you. It's uh, you know Dude, they're not
2: twelve. They're forty.
3: I, I I understand. I'm just saying, it's a little you know. A little what? I don't know. It's a, a lot younger. No, it's not. Like you're fifty. You're fifty, and you're going to a forty-year-old's birthday party. It's just I don't well, know. First of, all, <laughs> first of all,
2: first of all. It was If it was up to me, I'd go to no birthday parties, I understand.
3: You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <with> you.
2: <laughs> I'd go to my own, maybe. That's it.
3: Not even that. I don't oh, want it. God, uh, I'd no, rather just it.
2: sit by the fire tomorrow night and no, I, just, not be bothered and just watch the Knicks outside and pound back a few yeah, cold ones. You're
3: but right. It's not a big deal, but it just it just kind of made me think like, oh,
2: 40 kind of like well, young. I mean I, I mean, I just turned 50. Right. You know. I my wife's like, in her 40s. Right. No, and they're I friends. I mean, this is what happened. But See, your daughter's still too young. I know. So you haven't really branched out. I already told my wife. With the groups of friends yeah, that see, you're going to, unless well, you're a recluse and antisocial like you might be. Yeah, I already told
3: my wife. See, all that stuff that you're talking about, like going <laughs> yeah. to play dates and hanging out with friends, I don't want that. You oh, could do it. Leave nice me dad. out of it. I don't no, need no, yeah. do don't, don't need no new friends. I'll be there for my daughter. I don't want yeah, any new yeah. friends. I don't uh, want these groups and these obligations that you have. Oh, it's our neighbor's 40th birthday party. Oh, it's Cindy. It's a Samira's friend, Cindy's party. Like, no. Who you'll never see again The kindergarten. I don't want do yeah, yeah. The family stuff is already too much. I don't want to be doing that. Uh, here, anyway, yeah. Yeah. as like, because there is a part of me, a small part of me. I'm over it now. As, as you got older and you experienced certain things going to these games, there is a part of me, like I'm not going to go, you know, bend over backwards to go to the game, and it's probably going to cost $300, $400 bucks to get in. Mm-hmm. But there
2: is a part of me that would like to experience that atmosphere tomorrow night. I feel you on that. I mean, it's, it's it's been a little bit. I mean, I'm there a lot with St. John's, but it's been a while. I don't go to Nick Games ever. I used to always go. It's I, I know what you yep. mean. I mean, if I could swing it, which I can't, I'm getting pulled to a birthday party. Yeah, right. uh, I, I hear you. That would be a lot of fun. Raul's up in the Bronx. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey,
4: what's up, Brandon? Hello. What's up, Raul? guys, I've been listening to you guys since you guys got together. First time caller, though. Thank you. Um, yeah, listen, I'm, I'm calling. Uh, I disagree with you, uh, with LeBron James. Uh, if you had a chance to, I know it's not realistic anymore, but if you had a chance to get him, let's agree with something. Bronson, I think this is the Bronson team. Anybody that comes to this team goes on the Bronson. I don't care if it's LeBron,
0: whatever it is right
4: now. The guy's a superstar doing his thing, and, he, um, and he's bringing the Knicks. A whole different level. So this is Bronson's team. I would take LeBron here if it wouldn't cost us, you know, uh, a young, you know, most of a young core, maybe Grimes and somebody else, and I'll give them a four or five picks, whatever they want. But uh, I would bring LeBron here if we had a chance. The other thing is, I yeah. disagree also with you guys. I also disagree with you guys uh, with Robinson. This guy um, and Sal, uh, you're wrong with uh, with uh, going to the All Star game with a uh, with a uh, defensive. Uh, uh, a player because Tyson Chandler did it if you remember back in 12 13
3: Yeah but he was the best defensive. The- he was the best defensive player in the league yeah, he won least, the award Yeah at least that they right. said I always thought he was overrated myself
4: Right now but listen but it, it's been done before and uh Mitch is still 25 years old he's he got a lot of basketball left and So uh, you know and, I, and Mitch is a it's a it's a, a stud on our, our defense and I don't think we need anybody else to reality, yeah, no, so. I, I, I,
2: agree. Um, I wouldn't mind a backup point guard. I've said that. That's kind of small potatoes when you talk about LeBron, as we did for a little bit. Even though Rich Paul just came out and squashed that, the the Met stuff is going to be interesting. I, like many, believe he's going to make it back this year. Like Sal, I believe he should and will come off the bench. Hartenstein's earned it, and he has such good attributes. But the things that he's not good at can cost you a playoff game.
3: Yeah, I can't have that liability. I'd rather have a more well-rounded player. Yep. So Mitch's defense is better than Hartenstein. I know Hartenstein's good, but Mitch is a better defender. I mean, that's why he's here. That's why he got paid the $60 million, whatever it may be. I'd rather have the lesser defender but more well-rounded player Me too. than than Mitch, who is a liability. Well, especially
2: with somebody like Jalen Brunson, think about how many handoffs they do. Think about when you go to like top of the perimeter, and I don't even really mean foul line extended where Hartenstein operates and, and flourishes from. But a lot of times he's at the top of the circle, just inside the three-point line. And, you know, you'll see whether it's hard and obviously Jalen Brunson, you know, moving a lot behind the, the the three-point line to get the ball to navigate his next move and set things up. And Hartenstein's just very adept at, you know, the handoffs and seeing the floor a little bit better. He's just a just a better basketball player than Mitch. So. Right. I don't know what Tibbs is going to do. I know what I would do. Matt's in New City. BT and Sal. What's going on, Maddie? I'm um, giddy. I could actually wear my Knicks gear around and not feel like
1: an imbecile. It's it's, it's great, you know. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to ask you guys what I don't. I don't. First off, I don't want LeBron. It's kind of like when you ask a girl out on a date and then she says no, and then years later maybe wants to go out. Yeah, I'm soured on him already. He broke my heart once. Sou- wow. I don't want him. Yeah. Too old. If uh, it was understood.
3: 10 years ago, I think. Uh, Understood. However, I mean, yeah, we're talking about LeBron. Do the equivalent in, in your analogy there. Maybe if Cindy Crawford
1: wants uh, to go uh, me. I don't There <laughs> oh, we go. Right.
3: That, that's the point. P- pick your analogy and then think, oh, you know what? Eh, maybe it wouldn't be bad for a couple of months.
1: Well, if Cindy Crawford asked me on a date. You know, maybe I'd have to. We just have for a couple of hours?
3: Couple- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe a couple minutes for that matter.
1: (laughs) I don't want (laughs) to mess with their chemistry. The guy I want is Brogdon. I think if you look at this team and watch them day in and day out, McBride is a nice player off the bench. You know, like you were saying earlier, I don't know if I totally trust him. I think Brogdon makes sense. You don't have to Matt, let me just jump
2: in for a second. I'll let you finish your thought. I don't want to lose it on McBride. What McBride is at this point, because we did discuss this, McBride has grown into a reliable regular season player. And there's value there. When you play 82 games and you have energy and you've got. Some of the things that he can do. I just don't, he's just all over the map when he's dribbling and things are getting tight. He and worries me.
3: And in the postseason specifically, we're not talking about now. In the regular season, you can live with McBride perfectly. Sure. He'll develop whatever, good energy, as you said. Some nights he's going to light it up. Maybe some others he'll be, be a little bit of a learning curve. In the postseason, there's no margin for error there. Every minute counts. And you need somebody that you trust to spell Brunson, even if for 10 minutes. And McBride just isn't there yet.
0: Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Well, that's why I think Brogdon is the guy. Listen, McBride's nice. He might be one of those guys in a playoff game that catches fire in a 10-minute stretch and could drop. You know, twelve, fourteen points. He gets hot from three, but in a, in a crunch time maybe situation, and you see it when you watch the Knicks. There's times where that second unit really doesn't have doesn't have flow. You know, they but but Brogdon I think's the guy because this Knicks team reminds me of those Piston teams with Chauncey Billups, with Larry Brown, like
4: yeah. maybe
1: not like a top three or four player in the NBA, but the right group of role players with a star guard. Uh, you know, yeah. I think they could win. I think Brogdon's – I wouldn't mess with the chemistry. I like Brogdon, I think get too. Brogdon and give it the full – give it a chance with that group.
3: I like Brogdon, too, and I will say this. When you're talking about the type of players that the Knicks need, picture this. On the road, game five, whatever it may be in a postseason series. Down 3-2, 2-2. Two, two two. Brunson needs a breather. The crowd's going nuts. Yeah. The defense is pressing. You've got the second unit on the floor trying to survive and stay in the game Mm -hmm. until Brunson and the top unit gets back. Are you trusting Miles McBride in that spot? Not in that spot, not yet. And that's what we're talking about here. That's the difference between advancing and going home. Like We've seen that. You need a – you need – now, we've seen it 20 years ago with the Knicks because they haven't been really relevant in the last 20 years, but that's what it is in the postseason. It's a different game. I like McBride a lot as a player – Right now, to complete this puzzle here and take a run at the championship, I want a veteran point guard presence.
2: Let's go to Bay Ridge. Andrew is on the show. What's going on, Drew? PT and Sal, how you doing?
5: What's up, up, guys? So all of these LeBron takes are going to be pretty sleepy after Omar. So I got (laughs) to say, like, I'm trying here. But, like, so, and then I have a question about the playoffs, If you know, if and when. So we'll talk about that right now. But, so, I would, my analogy would be, like, LeBron, it would be like, say, a woman breaking up a marriage. So, like, we're in a good mm. marriage right now, the Knicks. So now the girl that comes, is it like Margot Robbie or is it like <laughs> Mariah Carey? Like, mm. those are your choices, right? Mm. So I'd say LeBron is more like well, it's Mariah There's not really much Carey. of a choice
2: off that equation, but yeah, I got you.
3: Well, are we talking Mariah now or That's a like dream, uh, it, to me, it doesn't dream
2: matter. lover Mariah? No, Margot Margot Mariah, Margot like
5: Mariah now, yeah, right? Like, she's a diva. She's past her prime. Well, we no. don't okay. need to her. Come on. That, that's kind of how I see LeBron right now versus LeBron in his crime when we were trying to get him and he broke our heart. That's mm-hmm. that's Margot Robbie, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway. Mm-hmm. I got as far
2: you. As Interesting. W-
5: with the Knicks, <laughs> with, you know, I don't, you guys play golf. You know, with, when you when pros are trying to simulate pressure, like a lot of these guys are like degenerate gamblers because there's only one way to like simulate playoff pressure yeah. in golf is to have, like, a ton of money riding on a putt. In a practice so, round, yep. Right, right. So how do, how do the Knicks prepare, how does Thibodeau prepare them for, like, real defense and real intensity? Oh, it started last year. That, like, Andrew, hold on. It started last year. It started last year. But do you think that this group right now can do that? Yes.
2: Provided Randall's healthy. Yes. I do. I mean, yep. I
5: hope so. I hope so. I got gotcha. you. I mean, the key I is mean, getting Randall.
3: W- without Randall being healthy, it's a non-starter, and that's why I thought last night was outside of the Knicks' tremendous comeback win and doing it against you know the Pacers, a good team. Doing it without Randall, although they did get good news with Randall yesterday. Doing it without Ananobi. Also, you look around the league. Bucks winless with Doc Rivers, and we know that that could turn out to be a disaster. And Embiid, I a know. significant injury that's going to keep him out a while, and sure. he's he's off injured. You're talking about knees on a big guy like that. Yep. All of a sudden, yeah. you know, I, I know
2: the Celtics are great, but... There's also some teams, though, who we may be overlooking, yeah, like if like they Miami. make a big trade. Like if Miami makes a big trade, or if the Cavaliers make a big trade. Like yeah, it works Cavs. both ways. Yeah, yeah you're right. It
3: works both ways. Right now, you look at the Eastern Conference, the Knicks are a top team in the Eastern Conference. No
5: question. I mean, both Knicks are... a
3: top team in the NBA. Both in standings and both in... Like, when you're projecting... Knicks to... are a
2: top five, t- top six team right now in the entire NBA. They're one of the five or six best teams in the NBA. Think about that. I mean, it's it's, it's beautiful to see come to fruition.
3: And I'll tell you this, BT, even, and that's why I said that maybe they're better than the 90s, because even in the 90s, while the Knicks were great and 50 wins every year, it seemed, yeah. and they could always win a championship, and and maybe they were top five teams in the NBA, but, man, it was a lot to get over that hump, and obviously they only got to the finals a couple of times in those runs and never won the championship, I, I think it's more open now, especially when you talk about the Jordan Bulls. Yes. I think it's more open now for this group than it was even for those great 90s teams.
2: I agree with you. I just remembered something. So, I guess it would have been about 2009 or so and I'm at the I'm at the Garden with the uh, you know, working for the mixed mm-hmm. Radio stuff and then I'm doing my show after it, right? And LeBron scored, is about LeBron, 50 maybe 53? And it was a close game. I forget the exact circumstances. It doesn't matter. Uh, but Spike in his regular seat is, you know, getting up, and he's waving the arms, and he's basically he's not cheering for LeBron, but he's so involved in the game that he's giving LeBron maybe more motivation, mm-hmm. or at least that's the way I perceived it. And I like Spike. I get on the air, and I basically blame Spike. Yeah. I blame Spike. You know, sit down. You fired him up. He wasn't playing well. You started, you know, causing a scene, flapping your arms. He always and, drove me nuts. Ever yeah, since yeah, the yeah, Reggie yeah, Miller stuff, yeah. I never oh, yeah. liked Spike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was kind of doing that. And and all of a sudden, this, it's probably like uh, 11 o'clock at night. Phone rings. Producer, in my ear goes. My buddy John says, "Yo, Spike's on the phone. I said, put him through. Put him through. He's like, I, I had to He didn't know if he, if he should patch him through. I'm like, patch him through. Right. Of course. It's not going to be very good. I'm saying to myself, we're very bad. Whatever. Right. Just put him through. And he's pissed. He came on? Yeah. On the and I had met him a few times right. before that. I'd seen him at the guard. You know, quick dap. Keep him moving. Right. I'm not trying right. to overstate. You know, whatever. But I, I, I like Spike. And he was pissed, and we had to flush through it. And I says, yeah. I said, you basically lost us the game. <laughs> it was funny. And LeBron, and I pinpointed because LeBron was kind of quiet, and then Spike started chirping.
3: Yeah, and he's then been LeBron doing started this going for years. Bonkers. You think he would learn. I, I hope you
2: got on him. <laughs> I did. Good. That's why I called. Yeah, good. <laughs> to right. protect himself. He's like, I got to step in here. 877, all good nature, though. At least from my end. And, uh, you yeah, know, whatever. 877. No, I still haven't
3: forgiven him for Reggie Miller. The joke sign? Yeah, dude, come on. Yeah. Reggie specifically went nuts because of Spike. You know the heartache that caused that was, me? That was rough. Come on, I dude. Hear
2: you, dude. I mean, Just the past- sit
3: there and shut up. All right, you got the four seats. That's great. Keep your mouth shut. And you would think he learned. He never learned. Mm-hmm. And guess what? But- he's going to do it again because that's his M.O. Nick's getting in the second round, and maybe the Knicks getting in the Eastern Conference Finals. What do you think he's going to do? Mm-hmm. He's going to be taunting Jason Tatum or Giannis, and they're going to shut him up. Or Butler. You have to hope that the players are so young now they don't even know who Spike <laughs> is anymore. Just think he's I'm sure they've fan. seen a lot of yeah. his
2: movies. You do realize that. If Patrick hits that finger roll, oh. doesn't matter what Spike was doing with uh, with Reggie. All right, gonna hit you with the crown. Top story: BT and
0: Sal, Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata here on this Friday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?